Sandra. Brooklyn's Radio. Sandra, I'm going to have a chat about a, a piece of land, really, that is historically important, um, you believe, not only to the local area, but nationally as well. Would you like to tell us a little bit about this property? Oh, gosh, yes. And, um, and thank you for um, giving us the opportunity to do this and to thank you to all my neighbours and uh, the people in Serrano that have been very supportive for having this broadcast. So we must um, start by thanking you. Um, the, the property is in Weybridge and it's an absolute gem. And the reason why it's a gem, because the, the property, the house itself, is a high Victorian Gothic building. And I've been working alongside Professor Neil Jackson, and we've both concluded that we do believe it is the work of not only one prominent architect, but two. Sir George Gilbert Scott, working in, in conjunction with Sir Matthew Digby Wyatt. Sir Matthew Digby Wyatt was in a lot of meetings and committees with a chap called George Ferguson Wilson. And George Ferguson Wilson was the chap that actually built the house. It's called Heatherbank at the time, and now it's in two houses, two Heatherbank and his house. But it still retains its original footprint and basically and its original character of this beautiful high Gothic features. You, and if, if anybody goes up, you'll see the wonderful piercings on the barge boards. You'll see the wonderful debris brickwork. And it, it is an absolute, it's almost like a catalogue of architectural features. It's just fantastic. So then we go on to the garden. Now, George Ferguson Wilson was the founder of RHS Wisley. Heatherbank was actually constructed around about the time of about 1865 and um, 1862. At this time, George Ferguson Wilson, who was um, who worked for a very prominent candle making company, and to whom still uh, produced the candles today, to his inventions, um, he actually created a model garden village called Bromborough Pool, and that's on the Rural. And Bromborough Pool actually boasts. Um, he actually created hospitals, a whole area, a dock hospital, as I say, and um, schools, uh, uh, three stages. It, it was uh, over about 50 years in terms of uh, uh, accommodation, and uh, they did their own, um, they had their own cricket match, they had their own band. I mean, this whole area, he designed a whole <coughs> village, the first garden market um, model village that it was, and it's just fantastic. So at the time that Heatherweight Bank was built, it was at the time that Bromborough Pool was actually um, in its sort of halfway phase. So that, that has significance too. Yeah, now, the other side of this, of course, is that he was the founder of RHS Wisley, as you've mentioned. And one of the, and initially, Oakwood was used as a way of growing experimental plants. And I, I think there's a quote from it that said, at this place he attempted to make difficult plants grow successfully. Now, this, surely, this is the ethos that's been carried on by Wisley themselves, as they're working on now, as we spoke earlier about the hilltop as well. Now, because of the connection between the two, you feel that this particular planning application, which we're coming on to now, um, to knock these beautiful properties... I've got to say, I have been there i have seen the properties um absolutely fabulous why people would want to knock them down i do not know now i think if i'm right it's to put knock down these properties which as you say are like an architectural catalogue and to replace them with a block of flats i can't believe that anyone would even have the 
I'm going to use the word audacity because I think it's probably the right word to use, to even submit an application like that. It's so totally out of character and out of place in that road. And also, you're absolutely correct, and also the audacity actually extends further because there's been an awful lot of work between myself, the Royal Horticultural Society, the Victorian Society, the Royal Society of Arts, or every one of us have just absolutely said how important and vital this is. And, and yet all the, the, the organisations that, that, that we have to protect them, just, it, it just seems to be that it's not, it's not happening. But, but we do have a, a ray of light, which, which may be, and the audacity that they've put the planning application in is the fact that we're waiting for the Department of Media and Culture, the, the Secretary of State, to actually make it. It's under review now to, make it, to see if it's going to go for a national listing. Yeah, which can take a fair amount of time to decide, can't it? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, what, I can't understand it. I know that the, well, I'm gonna, people are going to hate me for saying this, and I apologise in advance if I've upset people. It's all about money, isn't it? It's greed. Yeah, and, pure and, and simple. And, and it's pure and simple greed. And, and I've done a massive study over the last year. And can I, just, can I just sort of concentrate on Weybridge, and I'll go back into the importance of the garden. Mm-hmm. But where we are in Weybridge and Elmbridge, first of all, Elmbridge as a, a borough, uh, we pay the highest tax out of any borough in the whole of the UK. You tell me about it. <laughs> right? That's yeah. first and foremost. Secondly, we as Weybridge, which was quoted in the 1800s as being the prettiest village in Surrey, right? So we've gone from being the prettiest village in Surrey to being over 45% density build. Yeah, which is frightening, isn't it? Because that's not a, <clears throat> between then and now is not a great deal of time. And if you if you look around you now, wherever you drive, the billboards and the hoardings are up everywhere for more and more houses to be torn down and more and more housing estates to be put up. It has to has to be reversed or stopped at some point. Uh, absolutely, it has to be that saturation point. Mm-hmm. But we we in Weybridge, we've taken the fair, we've <clears throat> taken more than the fair share of Elmbridge. We've taken much more. I, I did a study as well. There's 750,000 square foot of office space free. Now, that equates, if you take the average home of 800 square foot, then that's over 900 homes. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and a, lot <coughs> of those, uh, a lot of those are not pre-purposed. A lot of those are in, in, in there's one industry. The Weybridge Industrial Estate is absolutely empty. Of course, but... Uh, when you try and do that, of course, that you'd have the gov- the um, local council arguing against change of use, wouldn't you? But no, but then, then they changed the legislation, didn't they? They said that that it's easier now to change from um, commercial to residential. But try and do it. <laughs> That's but, the question, uh, isn't it? Well, exactly. But the fact is, is that we as Weybridge, we're not saying that we don't. You know, we can still yield. We can still yield on our build development. I mean, what, what were they saying? Are they saying they need 9,000 houses in Elmbridge by about, what, 2036? 2036, yeah. So if we, if we calculate that we use the land that's available now free, empty, then that's over 9,000 homes. 9,000 homes, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. if we equate that to everybody, <coughs> each, each town taking its fair share then we can actually yield our fair share within that time period. Right. Let's have a quick word back about the garden now because we're rapidly running out of time at the moment here. So obviously the objection, I can understand the objection that you have to it and I can understand the objection that everybody else will have to it. Now, yes. um, 
not a lot of people have objected to this yet and you've said there's a reason for that we won't go into that reason now because I, it's something i can't discuss on air without having the other side of the argument to be put against it so okay. you appreciate that in a moment i appreciate that now would you obviously you want people to go against this would you what we're going to do going to come to an end in a minute what i want you to do is to just say very briefly in say 30 seconds 35 seconds why you object to it and then give people the planning application number so they can go and look at it themselves and make their own decisions i i can condense that in one line go and on this, is, this is a statement from the rhs the royal horticultural society is keen that heather bank should be listed and protected as a site of historical importance and the trees and and the uh, that still stand there today still to have the basis of working as an experiment as it was with George Ferguson Wilson uh, at the time. And, and again, at the parallel, as we continue to plant new trees and cultivate this experimentation with tree diversity, will help us resi- with the resilience in the future. So they, they form part of an ongoing demonstration of what can be done with the coastal, uh, with the redwoods uh, not thriving in their own climate. I mean, this is this, what, what we have here in Weybridge. This is an ongoing educational and scientific historic site, and should and, be tr- and should be treated as such. Obviously, but not just for <coughs> us, but for future generations. There's Absolutely. still much to learn. You know, we still haven't completed. It's not a complete project. It's still ongoing. 156 years. These, this diversity has been there. Why should we disrupt it? Indeed. So give people the planning application number. I'll tell you, you need to go on to Elmbridge Council planning site. So give the number, yes. please. Well, uh, it, it's 2021 and it's forward slash double three four nine. And the way to remember it is decline three three four nine. <laughs> That's one way to do it, isn't it? Three, three, four, nine. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd encourage people to go and have a look at that, and hopefully we can get behind you, and or the the, pe- the good people of Weybridge can get behind you and sort this out. Sandra, thank you very, very much for getting in touch and giving us a, giving us the opportunity to talk about this. Perhaps you, um, as things progress, say in a few months' time, we'd like to get back in touch. We'll have another chat to see how things are going. Yes, please, and please can we ask people to, to, to do this for the nation? It's not just for Weybridge. It's not just for us. It's for the for the nation and for RHS. Indeed, we'll do that. Sandra Milton-Taylor, thank you very much for spending the time with us this morning. You're welcome.